Welcome to the Insecurity Project Podcast. Most people think the best you can do with insecurity is mask it, manage it, or medicate. I'm convinced this is a problem that can be solved for good, and that's what this show is all about. Join me for weekly 10-minute Tuesday episodes, live coaching demonstrations, and world-class interviews on the subject of overcoming insecurity. Now on to today's show. Now, you've waited a little time for this episode. I appreciate that. Thanks for your patience, but you're in for a treat today. Uh, I've been running two-day personal one-on-one retreats around the content that I'm going to share with you today for a little while, and I think it's just some of my best thought, you know, if I can be honest. Um, it's specifically for those who are midlife. Now, that, if that's not you, well, um, you know, I'm sure you know someone who's midlife or you're leading up to being midlife yourself, or if you've passed midlife, well, look, just wind the clock back a little bit you know I've, i read an article the other day that said the people who are the first people who will make it to 200 are already alive so you know who's to say what midlife really is but that's coming up so the midlife performance upgrade uh, an inevitable challenge for every human being i'm convinced so how to think clearly about finding motivation and performance beyond midlife um before i do that just a, a shout out to vicky oz well that's the, that's the name on itunes uh, a ratings and reviews comment that i saw on itunes and and given on my birthday all more special thank you vicky uh, i love spending time with jamin through his podcast he reminds me what we're here for to have a human experience funny stories oh gee that's good Thanks, Vicky. The unexpected self-evaluation and coaching. I'm bordering on evangelical to Jamin's work. I drop his name and share his links every chance I get because he's good. Wow, that's amazing. Brilliant. Uh, Now, if this is the first time you've listened to the Insecurity Project podcast, could I suggest uh, you go through the back catalogue and if I can point your attention to three three episodes I think you might find really enjoyable. Uh, Episode 232, The Three Poisons picking up on some Buddhist thought around aversion, attachment, and uh, yeah, you'll have to listen to the other to the episode to get the third of the three poisons. Uh, episode 211, Daddy Issues. We've all got some of those. And uh, episode 163, Mental Health. If you're unsatisfied with the conversation around mental health, and you might even get the sense the conversation makes issues worse rather than better, well, you'll find that episode particularly interesting. Now, on to today's show, the midlife performance upgrade. So uh, the inevitable challenge every human will face comes when when self-discipline as the motivation performance strategy runs out of steam. And you might think that's working really well for you now and it will never run out of steam or that strong people or clever people or creative people never have that challenge. And that's impossible it is not true. You may have heard me say this before, but self-discipline is a young person's strategy. It is an inefficient strategy. Uh, it requires you to have energy to waste, and you do have energy to waste when you're young. You don't have to be efficient when you're young. And the, the, the main problem with self-discipline is it's built on the presupposition that to succeed, you have to beat yourself. There's some fat, lazy, recalcitrant, undisciplined Um, destructive part of you that you must subdue suppress override or at worst kill and and you kind of feel that success is like climbing to the top of a snow-capped mountain and you've got to force and fight your way up there and the moment you stop putting in constant effort then you slide back down the hill and so you can't afford to rest so it's a very all-consuming strategy 
you know, it's culturally celebrated, culturally rewarded. You hear people who appear to have succeeded tell stories like, oh, if you put your mind to anything, you too can achieve great success like me. You know, rubbish like that that doesn't even make sense. Uh, but eventually you're going to come to the end of that strategy where you don't have energy to waste anymore, which is the midlife challenge. You've got to be efficient now. You've got to optimize. And worse, you've been treating yourself like you are your own enemy for years, You know, sometimes 30 years of belittling, self-judgment, attack, management, like you've been micromanaging yourself. If you've ever been managed before in a workplace, it is a horrible, horrible experience. And in every case, it's it's based on a misunderstanding. If a boss or a senior leader is managing you, you feel misunderstood. You feel like no one has actually taken the time to understand your motives or what, what actually went down, the, the supposed incident that now means you're labeled difficult or rebellious or... Um, you know, unintelligent or not a team player or whatever it is. It's a misunderstanding. So the same will be true for you when you realize that it's not working. And and this is the cool thing around the midlife power upgrade is that because your unconscious loves you, um, and, you know, and it's kind of lets you get away with some bad behavior because you don't know any better. You're trying to do the best you can. So even though it's a, it's a strategy against yourself, it's not necessarily malicious. It's just ignorant. So your unconscious is like, yeah, boy, this isn't fun, but sure, let's go along for the ride. Until you get to a point where it's like, I can't play this game anymore. You're a prick. Like you're, you're unkind. You're you're unfair. And stop beating me. <laughs> like stop talking to me like a dog. This is and and now guess what? I'm actually going to pull fuses out of your operating system. Uh, and take power off you. So now I'm actually going to be your enemy. You want to treat me like your enemy? I'll be your enemy, and I'll get in your way. I will sabotage success. I will drain energy. I will take away performance. So you'll feel like you're procrastinating. You're sabotaging. You just don't get stuff done, and you're upset at yourself because you always have been able to get stuff done, and now you can't. So you're in a real quandary, and it's just going to keep getting worse. So if if that's you right now, there there are only a, a couple of options. You either um, do not listen to that that kind of nagging voice that something is not right and the relationship you've developed with yourself is not sustainable, but you ignore that and you go, I can't afford to listen to that. Um, Self discipline is the only tool in the shed. I've just read David Bloody Goggins. You know, just just shut up and go harder. You know, I, I know how to get this done. I know the real elite people just do it anyway. They feel the fear. They're just a courageous and disciplined and just do it. That's what I'm going to do too. Cool. Go for your life and, and don't let me stop you even for a moment. Uh, all, all I'll say is that if you do that, you end up separated from yourself. Like there is a there is a rift that, that becomes so deep and, and catastrophic that you you do irreparable damage to that relationship and end up separate. And that is a descent into madness. You dehumanize yourself to the point of, of total separateness and you're not having a human experience in the back end of life. And we all know people who are not human in the back end of life. They are irrational. You do not have a sensible conversation with those people. They are, it is a slow and ugly descent. So the, the alternative is, well, what if you stop and listen? What if you actually understand that this is a loving message with a clear intention and you, you listen? So then, then, it go, then, then you kind of realize that 
there's a key distinction here between self-discipline and the upgrade would be self-permission. If your own self-conscious is resisting you now, well, then you're going to need to get permission from yourself to move forward again. Now, self-permission, it's its not a very commonly used term, but but if you've heard it used, I've, I'm imagining you've probably heard it used in a very lightweight way that is is not it at all. I, I hear people say, look, you just need to give yourself permission to rest. You need to give yourself permission to not care what others think. You just need to give yourself permission to do the things you enjoy. It's like, no, that's that's still your, your conscious mind. That's still discipline energy. That's still making yourself do the things you think you can't do or the things you don't want to do, but you should do. That's self-discipline. Self-permission is not given from the un- is not given from the conscious it is granted from the unconscious you may want to write that down that's uh that's some truth right there so you will need to satisfy some conditions in order to get that permission granted your unconscious has come on site like a safety officer blown the whistle and said your life is not safe i will not let you continue production here we must make some changes and so if that's you there are going to be four categories of changes you'll need to make in order to get permission then don't let me tell you the specifics because i'm not you and i don't have your relationship with yourself Uh, but i promise you there'll be some generalizations there'll be there'll be four areas that will will require immediate attention if you want fuses plugged in plugged back in if you want energy motivation clarity confidence performance in the second end of life it will come because you have permission and you're working with yourself not against yourself so um, I'll give you a sneak preview of these four things, right? Because this is the, the cool stuff I've been able to do with people over these two-day retreats, address these four areas. So, so the first will be um, trust. So uh, what's particularly dangerous about your operation is you don't trust yourself. You do not trust your nature. So if you don't trust yourself, then how are you supposed to go into the world and succeed and make good decisions and know what's right and wrong, good and bad, up and down? You, you're going to be at sea. So you will have to repair trust, and you know there'll be some conversations around where you broke trust, and and at worst, like the the deepest form of trust being broken is betrayal. So um, there's some deep work around a betrayal of self that's happened in your past at some time, probably when you were young, and um, not necessarily with malice, but but it's still a betrayal. So there'll definitely be some work required there to regain trust and trust is you can you can rebuild trust i promise you trust is a solvable problem when you understand the mechanics of that um, the, the second will be the operating system so if you are still operating the transactions of a child in terms of your six core needs i.e meeting them externally you your whole world is incredibly vulnerable you are precariously placed you, you have no margins you must continue to do what others want you to do meet their expectations fulfill their assumptions of you play the role in order to have to have them give you what you need. So you can't afford to zig when everyone's zagging. You got to play by the rules, and that's not safe for you in terms of your goals and your lifestyle. You got to keep everyone else happy so that you get what you need from them, i.e., validation, acceptance, approval, significance, love, belonging, certainty, variety, all the things. So uh, the adult upgrade is to is to you know not be a child around these things but be self-sufficient it's to meet your own needs all of your six core needs to bring that in house i promise you there's some work to do there before your world's safe enough and permission is granted to power up 
in the second half of life. And third, if there'll be some conversations around the game that you're playing. So, you know, rather than thinking about, you know, what are your goals? What's your purpose? That's, that's all cool language. But I, I think you can get very, very pragmatic in the second half of life when, you, when you're going to optimize and, and be efficient and be very specific around, okay, so what game are you playing and, and what games are you playing and what games within games within games are you playing? So you're not just earning money. You know, what's, what's the game of money that you, you're playing? Is it just the person with the most money wins is, is that it like you're, you're in a relationship is the game you're playing you know how do we not get divorced like if we stay together that's winning um you know what what are the games you're playing because if you don't know the games that you're playing or if you're just invited into someone else's game or playing a game unconsciously that you've always been playing that you didn't actually choose on purpose what would be the point of powering up if you're not even sure of the game so some conversations around what game do you want to be playing and, and the specifics around gamifying your whole world. I promise you that'll be one of the four. And finally, we'll be in relation to that game. Um, okay, so once you know about the game, you'll have to create the next version of you that can play that game to win. So, you know, no point if you think that the game you're going to play is, you know, soccer and you've only got netball uniforms and you've only known how to play netball, but you want to play the game of soccer, well, you're going to have to develop a soccer character to play that game properly. Uh, so that might be a little bit abstract, but, um, you know, well-formed coaching is about, you know, sorry, great coaching is about well-formed outcomes, exactly what you want in the game you're playing and then who you would need to be to to get that. So being always proceeds doing so. The final conversation is all around who you would need to be and can you add that version of you to the suite of versions of you that you've had for all the other seasons of your life. So those four things are a beautiful conversation. They're a midlife conversation. They are a game-changing conversation. And if you get all those conversations done with yourself and then you power up again, uh, you, you get access to unlimited motivation, clarity, confidence, certainty, and then you get to do good work in the world. That's a lot of fun. Uh, leave it there for today. Talk to you again soon. You've been listening to the Insecurity Project Podcast. All you need to solve any problem is the proven framework and someone skillful enough to hold you in the space until it works. If this is your year to be insecurity free, jump on the insecurityproject.com and begin your journey to become unhindered by getting a free copy of the seven essential practices for overcoming insecurity.